Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil anbiyayi vel mursalin Muhammedu Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Tesvimen kathiran kathira. Fama ba'du. Nina hadithin muslim narrated by Abdullah bin Amr ibn al-As radiyallahu anhu. He said that Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem said Successful is the one who enters Islam and is provided with halal sustenance which is sufficient for his needs and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him content with that which he has bestowed upon him. I will repeat this. Narrated by Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As who said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that successful is the one who enters the fold of Islam and is provided with halal sustenance which is sufficient for his needs and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him content with that, content with what he has bestowed upon him. I thought we were talking about the issue of uh, sustenance and ambition yesterday. <clears throat> so I want to talk about this today. Now, how do you become content? You know, there is a, one of these teaching stories, very interesting teaching stories. There was, there was a king and this king had somebody who worked for him in his court and this man was always very happy very happy so the king one day said to, said to his wazir he said why is this man so happy you know I am the king I have got I own the whole place everything country is mine but I have got so many worries and this and that but this man why is he so happy so Wazir said, no problem, I will change that. <laughs> I will change it for you. <laughs> so the king said, how can you change it? He said, no, no, it will change. So what he did was, that night, he took a <coughs> container, a pot, and in this pot he put 99 gold coins. 99 in this container. And he left this container outside this man's door. Right? In the morning, the man opened the door, he sees this pot of gold, literally. And he's got his pot of gold coins. So he brought it inside the house and he counted them. And there are 99. So the man said, where is the one? There is one missing. Because how can there be 99 coins? Right? I mean, if somebody is giving me something, he'll give me 100 coins. So one coin is missing. So he started searching. Now he searched here and there and everywhere and he got his whole family involved in this and everybody searching the whole house and garden and whatnot, right? And they can't find this one coin. I mean, the coin is not there. They, <laughs> there were only 99 coins. And all the while, <coughs> that pot with 99 coins is sitting there in the corner. Nobody is looking at this pot. They're searching for the one gold coin which is supposed to be missing. 
Now, this is a big, big, big lesson in this. It's a, this is a Farsi story. It's a, you know, teaching story. It's not, it's not a true story. But a huge lesson for us to think about ourselves. What happens to a lot of us? Illa mashallah. That's the reason why you must focus on this. What happens to a lot of us is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us bounty after bounty after bounty. Right? We don't think of any of them. We become conscious of the one thing we don't have. Now, in English there is a saying, they say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Huh? The crying baby gets the milk. So this may be true. I mean, it's true also. That's fine. If the wheel is squeaking, you have to put the... But don't ignore the wheel which is not squeaking. In the corporate world, in management consulting, and especially in performance management, one of the things which I have always told people is focus on the employee who is the high performer. Usually, the high performer gets ignored. The reward for good work is more work. Right? This happens everywhere. Reward for good work is more work. Nobody will even bother to say, Jazakallah khair, thank you for the work. They just give you more work. Because, oh, no, no, every, something, no, give it to this man. It will get done. It will get done, yes, but that man is doing a great job. Somebody must show some gratitude. Somebody must say thank you. Somebody must do something about that. No. But you focus on the troublemaker, the one who is giving you all kinds of trouble and he is, you know, maybe he's a union leader or he's creating some ruckus. That person is the one who gets maximum attention. Same thing in life. And Allah Allah knows the meaning of what he, what he reveals when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَعَزِيدَنَّكُمْ My understanding of this ayah, Allah said, if you are thankful for my gifts, for my ni'mat, I will increase them. My understanding of this ayah, the increase, of course, as Allah wishes, He will increase. But the increase is also in the enjoyment that comes with shukr. Right? If you are thankful, the thing, if, if you eat food and you are thankful, it tastes better. You have your friends, your family, your spouses, your children, you are thankful. Your, your relationship with them becomes better. Right? Everything. Right? You, you sit in your car and you say, Alhamdulillah, Allah has given me such a nice car. Doesn't break down anywhere. Doesn't go anywhere. I mean, I have driven cars which you go up an incline. Those days, the technology was like that. You, know, you go up and if, you, if you're doing a hill climb, halfway you have to stop because the, the, the radiator water boils. So you stop the car, open the bonnet and wait for the... If, if you put cold water, the engine head will crack. So you wait for the whole thing to cool down and so on. They used to have air conditioning in the car and you cannot run the air conditioning if the car is going uphill because the engine cannot take the, take the uh, pressure of both. Right? Today we sit in, in, in these cars and everything is like magic. So the point is, how grateful are we? How much of shukur do we make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And remember the 99 thing. Don't focus on the one coin which is not there. Look at the nine. Alhamdulillah, Allah gave me 99 coins. Which one coin? I'm not even interested. What will I do with another one? <laughs> even if I get it, it's still one coin. Right? Alhamdulillah. Maybe there is some pain in the body. It doesn't matter. The rest of the body is working. Even the pain is not debilitating. It's not incapacitating. Right? We're still walking. We're still, uh, you know, doing uh, every single thing that we used to do. And Alhamdulillah, very nice. 
So if we each of us, if we focus on what Allah has given us and focus on the good stuff, by all means, whatever is, you know, if there is something painful, take care of it, do your, take your medicine, go to the doctor, what not. But what is good, Alhamdulillah, in our lives, focus on that good and consciously thank Allah for it by name specifically. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rab, you gave me hearing which is perfect. You gave me the ability, I was listening to, uh, Urdu is a very, very beautiful language and the, one of the very, one of the great uh, Sufi scholars uh, who was a uh, Khalifa of Ashrawadi uh, Thamir Rahmatullah also, uh, he wrote this very beautiful uh, nazam, Jaga ji lagane ki dunya nahi hai, ye ibarat ki ja hai, tamasha nahi hai. So, the very beautiful, he said that this dunya is not the place to love and to get engaged in. This is the place to take lesson from, ibrat. This is not a tamasha, this is not, not entertainment. This is a place to learn lessons from and that's a very beautiful. Now, I'm thinking myself, alhamdulillah, I know Urdu and I know Urdu enough to be able to enjoy Urdu poetry, which is absolutely unbelievable, so beautiful. But if I didn't know the language, I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy it, right? So I said, Alhamdulillah, Allah gave me the ability to do that. So the point is, thinking and being conscious of what Allah has given us and thanking Allah for that. This enhances the enjoyment, this increases the blessing, and this is the meaning of contentment. And Rasulullah said, contentment is the greatest wealth that Allah can give you. Greatest wealth. It's not the amount of things. Greatest wealth is contentment. Because I know people who are very wealthy, mashallah, alhamdulillah. But constantly worried. What will happen tomorrow? Market will collapse and this will happen and that will happen. And if there is a war, what will happen? And Putin is saying he will have a nuclear war. So you can't sleep in peace because of your wealth. Your wealth is a wabar, is a, is a musibat on your head. Huh? For what? So please let us let us be uh, let us thank Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Alhamdulillah. If Allah has given more, Alhamdulillah, very nice. We thank Allah for that. If Allah gave us less, Alhamdulillah, Allah did not give me give me the problem of that more. Alhamdulillah. Every situation, Alhamdulillah, Allah kulli hal. This was the state of Rasulullah Sallallahu And he said this. There is another beautiful hadith. He says, "How good is the situation of the Muslim that if he has plenty, he thanks Allah." And Allah blesses him. And if he does not have plenty, if he has shortage, then he has sabr and Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards him. So both sabr and sugar. Alhamdulillah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us among the sabirin and shakirin. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us blessing in what he has given us and to make that a source of blessing for us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with us and never to be displeased.